Welcome back to Sober Grind. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you better understand addiction and recovery. My name is Austin, and I'm your co-host along with Pej. Today, we're going to be talking about, is it a good idea to date within your first year of sobriety? What do you think? Let's talk about this. Sober Grind, back at it again. Love that we've been on a consistent weekly basis. That's right. I'm so happy to do that. Yes. So, welcome back, everyone, to the Sober Grind. Let's get into it today. My name is Austin Armstrong, first of all, joined by my amazing co-host and friend, Pej. Pej is here. Pej, the man, the myth, the legend, the prince fanatic, Pej in the flesh. So today we have a really interesting and awesome topic. Uh, Maybe, I don't know about highly controversial, but often discussed. Dating in the first year of recovery. Mm -hmm. I love this topic and I'm glad you brought it up and I want to hear your opinions on it. So firstly, what is your... No, let's not just yet. Let's let's talk about why is this a common question? Well, I mean, okay, so often when somebody comes into recovery, whether they're battling addiction or alcoholism, um, you take away the drugs and the alcohol, and they are looking for a fix, something to that'll complete mm. them, something that'll make them whole, or something that they at least they perceive to make them whole. And um, more often than none, people will, uh, you know, depending on where they go for recovery, like if they go into the recovery community, like a 12-step community, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of times there's distractions. You know, there's, as some would claim, eye candy. Uh, Hi, Seville. Nice to see you, too. Long time no see. Um, Hello. And then there's people that go to treatment, and um, there's, like, strict policies in a lot of treatment centers, no fraternization. Right. So like mm-hmm. they'll find people of opposite sex or the same sex and they will start to um, kind of since they don't have anything that they can be fixed on, like the alcohol and the drugs, they will start to think about, you know, how can they how can they fill that void within themselves? So um, a relationship can somehow develop depending on who they are or where they are. Um, a lot of people that go into the recovery world like uh, that are just going to meetings let's say for example when they go um to like 12-step meetings they'll get a mentor you know somebody that's kind of guiding them they'll tell them um sometimes their, their mentor will say just stick to men's meetings or just stick to women's meetings you know depending on how you roll some people go to yeah. just gay meetings because they're gay uh but depend, you know so the reason that they tell them that is because they don't feel that they want them to be distracted and they can focus on themselves and not, um, not be looking around the room, but listening for the solution. Um, a lot of times when people go to treatment, obviously like they're broken, like a lot of people are, are broken. They need help. They, um, they haven't yet worked on themselves to the point where they really figure out who they are or, or how important it is for them to stay sober. And then, um, suddenly they want to meet somebody new and be with them. And uh, it never, I mean, I'm not going to say that it never, it always goes south, but I think if a person has heavy addiction problems or heavy alcoholism, 
to go and you know when you don't have a relationship with yourself yet it's really hard to like try to have that relationship with other people um i, I also That's a good point i've seen a, a major trend more recently where couples want to go to treatment together right and so they'll be mm -hmm. like married couples or or um, just people that are in relationships and they absolutely insist that they have to um, go to treatment together. And, and so it's interesting. Like there's, there's some treatment centers that will cater to that uh, for many reasons. Some of them actually maybe think that the, the couple can still keep their relationship together. And then some of them um, do it, probably do it because if you have two people that possibly have good insurance and you get them into a treatment center, then, um, then you have two clients. So, yeah, but one has to ask, so, like, what, is the relationship really whole in the first place if one relapses? I mean, yes, there are people that do relapse, but often if, if one's not really in recovery and the other one is, how does that work? It doesn't balance. Like the scales are off. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then yeah. if somebody's just like brand new in recovery, meeting somebody else in recovery, or they've been around for a while and, and, um, suddenly they become attached to someone, the codependency uh, occurs and they want to try to, you know, save each other or be together, or they actually think like something, some some beautiful relationship can evolve out of a rehab romance, for example, you know? It's like, yeah. I just saw Monica Green right now. She, she works in the field. It, it, it's usually- Yeah, always... so I was, I want to, yeah, that's, I wanted to mention her comments, so, um, if anyone's watching or, or listening after the fact here, uh, what's your experience? If you are sober, if you're in recovery, what's your opinion on dating in the first year? Did you do it? How did it go for you? Or what are your opinions? I want to have an open conversation here with everyone. Um, but Pez, you brought up a really good point with uh, with the treatment centers accepting couples and, and Seville, Seville, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, said a lot of uh, places uh, take couples. It's insane. It's an interesting question because, so do you think that they would be better off separating and then coming back together? Or do you think the core reason that they're getting treatment together kind of co-enables the addiction? So if there's a couple, they're actively using together. Mm -hmm. They both need and are ready for treatment. Right. And then they go to say either they go to treatment together or they go to separate treatment programs. What's your opinion on the difference there? There's and different, there's different things after that, they based off of after they graduate, experience. should they continue dating? Right. Based off of my own experience, like what I've seen, I've seen couples that both have addiction problems as a couple. And before mm -hmm. they get married, uh, there's one that actually stands out to me. They both went to separate treatment centers. One went to one in Texas, one went to one in California. Down the line, they yeah. ended up uh, uh, working really good programs, like doing really well, working through all of their you know, issues, uh, getting with a therapist, work, you know, going to the 12-step community and working a program. They ended up getting married and having a very good marriage, you know, like a mm -hmm. wonderful couple. So I think deep down inside there, there was that, that deep love and affection that they probably had for each other when they first met. And then they got into things like addiction and things like that. And down the line, um, they just lost their path in life. And so they both got uh, sober separately. Now, 
there are, I, I absolutely believe in couples getting sober if they want to get sober. It's a really good thing. I'm not opposed to people getting sober as a couple, but it is probably best for them to uh, do it separately, work on themselves individually. And then wherever they are, if they want to do like couples therapy down the line, I, I think that's a, a wonderful practice. You know, it's definitely of great necessity. As for people that yeah. in rehab, like people that mean rehabs and start to try to develop a relationship with somebody else. So like in the, and when you go to rehabs, a lot of places take you to 12 step meetings and um, they want, they encourage you to work the 12 steps and find a higher power. Well, sometimes when people get into relationships and early recovery, they make the other person their higher power. It's all they think about. Mm, they don't have the drugs. They don't have the alcohol. So they need that. Like they need to be fixed on something. And usually it will be with somebody of the opposite sex. Or, you know, it depends on how you roll. Sometimes it's somebody of the same sex. You know, but regardless of the fact, like the person's not focusing on themselves. Therefore, a lot of times it doesn't go well. Um, I had a, um, I knew a couple that got into a relationship in a, at a very, um, at a very early part of both of their sobriety. They had met in, in a center that I actually went through. And one of the guys actually told me, like he said, I am, I don't, you know, no matter what, like I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. And I said, okay, I mean, it's, that's, if that's what you want to do. And mm, they ended up having a kid together. Um, they are still together. They never got married. But I know that it did keep them from actually doing some deep, effective, extensive work on themselves. And down the line, eventually, um, one actually really worked on themselves a lot more than the other. And the other one um, seemed to have a lot of issues uh, in, you know, personal issues in life and then within the relationship. And after over a period of time, um, that person themselves ended up starting to uh, work recovery, the recovery program a little mm -hmm. bit. So, but the point is, is that they still stay together. So I'm not saying that it can't happen. I think anything's uh, yeah. possible. Everything's different between people, but um, it's not encouraged. And then, you know, then also yeah. like there's this, rule like a, a supposed rule that's not a written rule or it doesn't really say anywhere in the 12-step community but a lot of people that sponsor people that are people's mentors say no relationships in the first year right like no no it's not a written rule it's not recommended but i think really what their whole point is is do the work on yourself so that when you have a good relationship with yourself eventually you can find somebody else who um, you can actually you have something to transmit as far as re a relationship like your, your relationship material at that point that's great uh, we had a, we have a couple comments here uh, so Lisa said I did do it and so far things have been great still together and our recovery is completely separate that's an interesting point that I, um, I want to talk about or ask her too so Lisa if you're still watching or if anybody is is watching right now that uh, did in fact, uh, continue to date within that first year. What were some of the uh, challenges that you maybe faced? What was it like? What advice do you have? Uh, I'd love to hear your experience. Yeah. And then Rachel says, uh, don't think it's a big deal. Should we not have a job? Should we not go on vacation? Should we not go into the grocery store? Everything can be in everything in sobriety can be threatening. It's how you deal with it. So and again, a lot of people. I I always respect anybody else's outlook. Mm -hmm. You know, 
they make good points. You know, I, I like what Lisa yeah. said, like they both have their own separate recovery. So, so like if two people are in recovery and they're both working on themselves, sure. I mean, why not? One person does their meetings. The other one does their meetings. If that's how they roll, if that's what they do. And then they meet together at the crossroads. So like, I'm not opposed to this. Like this, my, I don't have a, a majorly, uh, huge opinion on whether people should or shouldn't. Like I, I don't live in other people's bodies and live their lives. Um, um, I yeah. have people that are close to me right now that are one's not as new in recovery and the other one is pretty new and, and they're trying to make it work. And if that, if that's right, if they want to be together, fine. Um, if, if they suddenly start, a lot of times the, the character defects between them start to emerge, you know, like the honeymoon era is really beautiful and it's lovely and all that. But then like certain things happen and that doesn't just happen with like new couple, couples in sobriety. It can happen with people that have been sober for several years. You know, I think it all, yeah. it's all it comes down to the individual and how much they've really worked on themselves. And if they make wise choices, a lot of people make really bad choices. Um, I'm not, I'm one of them, you know, I'm, I've made some bad choices myself, but I know that, um, I know that there was one time when I was, uh, probably a few years sober and I, um, I, pursued somebody that was I thought was way out of my league looks wise but um, when I actually started dating them and they were fairly new I was told by a mentor that I was getting in the way of God's work wow in other words um, I'm not I'm blocking that person from giving them the opportunity to actually be able to work on themselves because I've become their distraction Plus, like, interesting. You know, yeah. So that was like an eye opener for me because, because I'd learned this supposed golden rule that was, um, that was professed to me early in early on recovery that people shouldn't date in the first year. And then um, down the line, you know, obviously, when you see something, you like something, you get tempted, you go after it. And then um, over a period of time, I started to feel a way of sorts. And so um, I realized, like, uh, when that person told me that, like, it really it resonated with me. And I thought to myself, you know, I should let that person like really work on themselves. And the person struggled for a long time after we were not together anymore. And mm -hmm. it's good to see like they finally came back into recovery. So um, I have to take That's a look awesome. at myself and see like, was I part of that? Um, yeah. yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, for anyone tuning in, uh, if you're, if you're enjoying this podcast, we would love for you to take the quick moment to, to share this or tag someone that you feel uh, could benefit from this. Our entire mission is to just spread sobriety tips uh, and help you live uh, a better and successful life. Uh, Tom said, this is pretty funny here. So six more months and I will have one year, um, six months to find a new excuse uh, why I can't get a date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so foremost, I, I congrats love, on I six love, months, Tom. Tom's amazing. He's a funny guy. So I'm going to tell you this right now. Like, like I often joke about this too with, with some of my friends. I say, even if they had told me in the first year not to date people, I was so uncomfortable in my own skin. Like I, I didn't know how to talk to a yeah. woman without a drink in my hand or, mm -hmm. or, or like being high. So it's like people were, women weren't even looking at me. Like I was so insecure. I was so uncomfortable in my own skin that people weren't even looking at me. Like I wasn't, I wasn't a vision for you. I wasn't attracted, you know, attractive to others, at least not in my own mind because I was so self-conscious. So um, there wasn't anybody really throwing themselves at me and it, it made it a lot easier for me also to create boundaries in my first year because I was in treatment with like a woman that everybody else had their eyes on 
but um, but I just respectfully when I when the counselor said she's like our sister in recovery, I I definitely acted like she's my sister, and we're friends to this mm. day. Yeah, yeah. Lisa uh, followed up with her comment here. Thank you, Lisa, and thanks for all of the uh, amazing comments uh, coming in. She said it was a struggle at one point. There were times of weakness, but also the most strength I've ever seen. I've grown more in this past year than in my life, and it does have a lot to do with the other person. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that it's been successful for you and you've you've made it work. Uh, look, I also look, want to highlight. Go ahead. Look, look at what Tracy King says at the bottom. So like, I know I was just gonna I was just gonna say, do you want to read her comment? So it says I had 13 years and started to see someone that just got clean, and after three months he relapsed and brought it home and to to me after he totaled my car and I ended up relapsing with him and been fighting like hell since. So again, everybody has different experiences, you know, like everyone, yeah. you know, we all have our own journey, not just in recovery, but just in life. So um, whatever scenarios uh, life presents to us, however we deal with them, like, again, there's no golden standard rule. People may, it might be a verbal rule amongst some people in the recovery community, like don't date in the first year. I think everybody, you know, has to find out for themselves if that's what they want to do. Now, I'll say this, and then I have to go because I, I have a group to run. Um, there was a guy who I had become his mentor that was new in recovery that came from a family that actually had money, and they used to enable him a lot. And one thing that I saw that stood out with him that was quite impressive, which I don't see that often because he was in his mid-20s, was that um, he said, I don't want any distractions I want to be, I want to work my own job and be self-supporting and not have my family, not depend on my family to take care of me. I don't want to get in any relationships with any women in the first year, but there's a lot of people in my house that are already, you know, chasing women at the gym and on the streets and at the coffee bar and this, that, and the other, but I don't want any of that. I want to focus on me and I want to work on me. And he did. And then after like he got his year and all that, he said, so like, how do I talk to girls now? And I said, well, I mean, we're working on you. Not, it's just something that you got to figure out. You know, hopefully you get over your own insecurities. And, and he goes, well, I just feel like I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And I said, I think that God will put the right person in your path. And sure enough, within a few months, um, he found somebody, then he dated her, then they got engaged. And more recently, they got married. So, I mean, you know, and she was just a normie. I mean, she was an actual, an actual um, person in recovery. So to each their own. But, you know, I think yeah. this has been really good today. Um, if you yeah, have this, stuff is, that you this has been awesome. It, please do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for, for this topic, Pej. Obviously, it's uh, really engaging to everyone on here. We have, you know, 16 viewers right now. I think we topped out at 20. A lot of great um, comments and, and feedback from all of you. It's been amazing to hear some of your stories. Uh, it's a shame we didn't have time to, to post or to talk about them all. Uh, but we'll definitely come back to this. Uh, if anyone is, is watching right now or watching after the fact or listening on the podcast, if you're struggling with an addiction, you can always reach out to Pej or myself, uh, Pej, P-E-J, at beginningstreatment.com, or you can give uh, Beginnings Treatment Centers a call 24-7 at 800-387-6907. No pressure. Uh, just helpful people that want to help you and hear you out. So if, if you're struggling at all, please feel free to reach out. There's tons of great resources on the website as well at beginningstreatment.com. We have 
hundreds of videos on recovery topics across everything you can imagine on YouTube. Uh, just go to YouTube, type in Beginnings Treatment Centers. And if this podcast was helpful to you, again, we would love for you to share this resource with someone. And if you could write us a review on iTunes, it would mean the world. It really helps us reach and impact more people's lives. Pej, any final thoughts that you want to add here? No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. Love you all. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you all so much. See you soon. Silver Grind out.